0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Longhorns scrimmage. Uh, we've got the Longhorns going uh, at it, uh, offense versus defense at DKR DKR today at uh, 6 o'clock. I want to give you a little bit of a preview on that, talk about some of the things that Steve Sarkeesian said on Thursday and informed the media uh, of what the uh, scrimmage would exactly be, some of the key injuries going into the game, and expectations uh, to be set uh, as well as some other insight that we've gleaned in the last 24 to 48 hours uh, prior to uh, the scrimmage as well. Uh, first of all, the injuries. Uh, B. John Robinson unexpected to participate. Uh, Coach Sarkeesian explaining that uh, he uh, is going to likely be out with a ankle injury that's non-serious and non-threatening, uh, but something that Sarkeesian wanted to tell folks uh, to make sure they understood uh, what was going on with his star running back. Also expected to be on the shelf quite a bit, if not entirely, is star receiver Xavier Worthy. Uh, Worthy, same as uh, Robinson, not a threatening injury in any way whatsoever, but more precautionary from Sarkeesian and the Texas staff to hold him out on Saturday afternoon. Uh, another injury that could that has been lingering, frankly, and, and will uh, affect the, the offensive line performance and one of the reasons why the, off- the scrimmage is what it is, Andre Karich. Uh, the junior out of South Lake Carroll uh, is said to be um, setting up to where he is going to be out because of an ankle injury. This is a prolonged injury uh, not saying it should be a, a season threatening one as, as the summer approaches plenty of time to recover. Uh, but again, one that coach Sarkeesian identified as, as one that uh, they wanted to look after uh, interesting that, you know, I think that were these injury in particular, uh, allows from, for some other receivers to perhaps shine. Uh, while we know what Roshon Johnson can do, and he may be a little bit limited tomorrow, All right, excuse me, uh, today uh, at the scrimmage, uh, so might uh, have been uh, Xavier Worthy, simply because Texas knows what he can do. And they have so many young receivers uh, that Steve Sarkeesian wants to, wants to see what they can do. Uh, there will be 100 plays uh, on, in, during the scrimmage. Uh, offense versus defense, they are not playing a game uh, orange versus white per se. Uh, the reason why, is as Steve Sarkeesian gave, simply not enough offensive linemen uh, to play both ways like that. So he's going to have a scripted 100-play scrimmage that will end uh, with red zone work, offense versus defense, uh, presumably ones versus twos and, are, and ones versus one. So you'll be seeing good on good as well as 1v2. Uh, in that regard, as well, um, let's go ahead. I've got some stuff I want to talk about, uh, position by position. Uh, starting at the quarterback r- room, uh, there is little doubt that uh, it is expected that Hudson Card is supposed to take snaps with the ones. He'll be the first quarterback uh, in line tomorrow, or in line at the and for the scrimmage uh, this afternoon. Uh, his uh, his situation is such that. He was the starter uh, at the end of last year, at the beginning of last year, uh, pursuant to Casey Thompson's injury at times. Uh, and so uh, he will be the starter on Saturday. Uh, coming in immediately after him, we expect Quinn Ewers, uh, the talented transfer from Southlake, Texas, he should be in. Uh, following that is a little bit different. Uh, we've heard different things with the quarterback. Room over the last 24 to 48 hours, even into the last couple of weeks since Malik Murphy has returned uh, and been able to practice with the team uh, over the last couple of weeks, returning, I guess, two weeks ago Tuesday. Um, Murphy may take third-team snaps, may be limited, though, in what he can do because he is still nursing uh, a foot injury he sustained uh, during the state championship uh, in California for Gardena-Serra, leading them uh, to the state California CIF title. Beyond him, Charles Wright and Ben Ballard also expect to to uh, get some snaps at quarterback. Wright is a, uh, a uh, young man from Austin High who is on scholarship. Ben Ballard, however, is not. And uh, But right now, my understanding is Ballard is actually taking snaps uh, ahead of uh, Charles Wright. So we'll have to see how that exactly works out uh, during the scrimmage later today. A um, couple other things. We mentioned running backs. Not only is Bijan out, I mentioned also that Roshan Johnson is expected to be sidelined. Not sidelined, but expected to not get a heavy dose of usage. This is a guy that you know is a proven commodity. Uh, He has played three years now at the position. He's entering his senior season. Texas kind of knows what they have. I find it unlikely that they will uh, show any uh, Roshan wildcat type stuff during the spring game as well, which could, could be used to rep. Uh, that play, but I just don't see that uh, really happening, nor do I see it anything that they want to pull out and put in front of everybody, including opponents, uh, since this will be televised uh, on the Longhorn network. Um, I don't think they want to see that or, or give folks any new wrinkles uh, to, to tinker with or see as we go forward. Mentioned wide receivers. Uh, interesting uh, situation there with Xavier Worthy. that we talked about already. But you know this is going to be fans' first real look at Isaiah Naor, the transfer out of uh, Tennessee or out of Wyoming. Uh, Naor chose Texas over Tennessee, kind of at the last minute uh, in the transfer portal before uh, spring semester. He was an all uh, whack performer for uh, Wyoming last year. I think he caught forty-five balls for twelve touchdowns, and he is big. He's six-three, one ninety. He is the big guy on the roster. Marcus Washington, also expected to be involved. Moochie Dixon, uh, more of a slot-type performer. And, of course, Jordan Whittington, the leader, perhaps, in the, the wide receiver room as a whole, certainly uh, the most um, uh, experienced of the group and the senior leader. Uh, we expect to see him a lot. And it'll be our first real look at extended action of Casey Kane, uh, the sophomore, our sophomore by class year. Uh, out of New Orleans, he has made turn some heads, but we're kind of unsure whether those heads being turned are a function of just being able to catch good contested balls, or if he's actually also getting open uh, with regularity as well, uh, and not just having to rely on contested catches. Should be interesting to see uh, just what Casey Kane brings to the table on Saturday afternoon. Um, also, let's move to tight end uh, quickly, Jatavian Sanders. Uh, The young man out of Denton Ryan five former five star recruit uh, is looking to start tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, uh, this afternoon, Uh, Jatavian uh, has uh, really come on according to all of our sources we've it's been of a sort of a repetitive theme since probably the second week of the of the uh, spring practice Uh, gunner helm and Jalil Billingsley, it'll also be our first time to watch him in Longhorn uniform, he comes in from Alabama, of course. Uh, Just three months ago, or three and a half months ago, he was playing for the national championship for the Crimson Tide. Uh, Beyond that, Braden LeBrock is supposed to see some time. Juan Davis has not uh, been involved in much this spring because of injury. Uh, So that rounds out uh, the tight end group. It will be interesting because we're not quite clear on this uh, based on our sourcing exactly how they're rotating the tight ends. It'll be one of those little minor points uh, that not only myself, but Ian Boyd, Eric Nolene, Joe Cook, Paul Wadlington uh, and Justin Wells be, will be watching for on uh, Saturday afternoon and when they go through this. Uh, on the offensive line, uh, with the Longhorns, we mentioned briefly already that Andre Kerich will be out. We expect Hayden Connor, true sophomore out of Katie, uh, the Katy area, Katie Taylor. He is going to play, we believe, to, and start off at left tackle. Uh, true freshman Cole Hudson, we believe, will start at right guard. Uh, or excuse me, left guard in his place. De'Angelo will be right guard. Christian Jones, right tackle. Jake Majors at center. They could choose to do something a little different, however. Uh, and this is almost solely uh, because of what is situated, what the situation is with all of the numbers they have on the offensive line. Only nine uh, uh, scholarship offensive linemen now available to them. Uh, the reality is they may push Jalen Garth into the st- starting lineup uh, at left tackle and keep Hayden Gar- Connor at guard uh, for the very first drive. But it's my understanding and what I've been told is everybody will play a couple different positions, uh, not just the first team, but the second team uh, lineman will move around as well. It'll be our first look. I want to remind people of this, of not only Cole Hudson, true, true freshman, but also uh, for Sawyer Gorham Welch, uh, a backup center that has moved from defensive tackle over to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Sawyer, Gorham, Welch doing that this offseason. And, uh, you know, early reports were positive, uh, but we have not heard much about him lately. We'll have to see uh, exactly where he's at in the process. We believe that he's in that learning process uh, that we would all describe whenever you first try uh, a new position. All right, before we go to defense, I want to remind you guys, please consider Uh, a subscription to InsideTexas.com. It's where uh, not only myself, but all of the Inside Texas guys are each and every day answering questions and message boards, uh, as well as providing uh, first in class content, in my opinion, as well. Also, I'd I'd like to ask you guys that if uh, you like these videos, please consider hitting the subscribe button on this video. It's in the bottom right hand portion of your screen. Let's move on to the defense and start really up front where I believe it's the strength of the defense, and that's at the defensive tackle and nose guard position. Uh, Byron Murphy and Keandre Coburn are one and two, or one A and one B, right now at the nose tackle spot. Murphy, of course, only a sophomore. Keandre Coburn came back for his fifth, uh, for his uh, final season. Uh, while Coburn uh, started most of the games last year, Murphy is has been one of the most complete players throughout in the entire spring. If you're asking me to name the top three or four players right now on the Texas roster on defense, Byron Murphy undoubtedly would be one of those players. I believe that he is the most consistent is is what he's been described to me as of any of the defensive linemen at any of the defensive line positions, and that includes guys that may have more talent like Alfred Collins, uh, who coaches still remain hopeful that the light bulb is going on. For the soft are the junior from uh, Bastrop, as well as uh, guys like Moro Jomo, the senior from Katy, uh, and uh, of course uh, others like Myron Warren, uh, and then the young guys like uh, Anthony Bryant. It'll be our first chance uh, to watch him as well. Tavondre Sweat is expected to play as well. Uh, we've heard that Sweat is having a good uh, spring. It, Texas would like nothing more uh, right now, and this is really you know fingers crossed for for Texas. Uh, they would like nothing more than Tavondre Sweat and Keandre Co- Coburn to perform in this spring like it's a contract year. I mean, these, that's, this is their last year. Uh, also, if they could get more out of Alfred Collins this spring, uh, clearly he is one of the more talented players on the roster, uh, and he is someone uh, that the Longhorn coaches know uh, can be a great player, just has to commit himself 100% to it, uh, and he has had some injury problems. That kind of hampered his development a year ago. Uh, and then he's been uh, in high school, he played nothing but uh, he was on the court or in the, the football or playing football all the time. So he never had really had that chance or has had that chance to gain that really powerful weight. Uh, we've heard some good uh, reports in that regard uh, this offseason. Also, later today, uh, we'll be looking at the defensive end spots. Uh, the situations there are really clear. And I say defensive ends, really, it's an edge in Pete Kwitkowski's scheme. Uh, We are interested whether or not Texas goes with some more three down looks. Uh, We had heard that Texas was looking at that uh, based on its existing personnel. And given that they haven't, they don't really have that guy right now as an edge uh, with O'Shawn Mathis, the transfer from TCU still out there and not on campus uh, quite yet from a, uh, not from a recruiting perspective uh, per se, but from a actual on the roster perspective. Uh, and who could fill that role uh, quite quickly? Well, we'll be looking for the progress and development of not only Baron Sorrell, uh, but also that of Justice Finkley, who has turned some heads in spring ball. Finkley, the uh, defensive lineman, our defensive end edge prospect out of Hewitt trustville in Alabama, uh, will be there. Ovio Gufu, uh, the senior out of uh, that's uh, transferred in from Notre Dame a year ago, is re- another returning starter at the other edge as well as Jet Bush is supposed to be playing over there as well as Prince Dorba. Uh, There is, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm also interested to see what Derek Harris can do. Uh, Those guys are all possibilities as well as some of the young guys that uh, are already on campus as well. Uh, It Texas right now is void of that person opposite Ovi Ogofu absolutely stepping up. So I'm not talking about talent or possibilities like Swirl, or Finkley, they need someone who can absolutely stand up or step up. Are Sorrel and Finkley those guys? And we just don't know it yet. We'll have to see uh, on Saturday afternoon. The others uh, at linebacker, it's, it's pretty straightforward with Luke Brockermeyer out for the entire spring uh, with a torn ACL. Uh, DeMarvian Overshone, reports have had him playing extremely strong this spring, uh, as well as Jalen Ford, uh, the returning starter from a year ago. Uh, backing them up or backing up uh, Overshone in particular is David Benda. Uh, following those three, though, this is why Texas uh, was attracted to Caleb Johnson in the portal. Uh, they have not had another guy step up behind those first three, and you can't get through a year of Big 12 play with just three linebackers. Uh, there's bound to be uh, not only, i mean it can be anything from a targeting call to a true injury uh, that puts you uh, down on numbers. And uh, with uh, the, the way that offenses can be in the Big 12, uh, you just can't go in with three linebackers. So we'll be waiting to see if any people step up. Brockemeyer not necessarily expected to be back at the beginning of next season, so he doesn't necessarily help that depth uh, at, at, uh, at linebacker either uh, at this point. Uh, in the secondary, it's really uh, it's quite clear a couple of things. One, Jade Barron is going to be a starter somewhere, whether that's at corner or at the nickel position. From the latest we are hearing, we expect him to start at nickel. If that's the case, that pushes Jaron Thompson, a starter last year at boundary safety, back to free safety alongside Anthony Cook, the senior who is moving from uh, the nickel position to safety. Uh, that looks like to be your three. Uh, starters there at nickel and the two safeties keaton crawford who we have heard has had an electric spring at times um, at safety uh, is now we believe running second team will that occur later today when they step out on the field another one of those small nuances uh, that we at inside texas and i'm sure texas fans in general uh, that are, are hardcore diehard fans will definitely be watching for as well. Uh, the corner roles are, are really interesting as well. If Barron indeed rolls out uh, as a nickel first team, uh, Deshaun Jameson and Ryan Watts appear to be the uh, point uh, A and B on there. the two starters at uh, defensive at cornerback Watts playing the, the uh, field safety role, uh, Jamison uh, playing uh, the, excuse me, Watts playing the boundary corner role. Uh, Jameson playing the field corner uh, role for the Longhorns. We are looking forward to seeing uh, Terrence Brooks uh, in the secondary. Uh, the young, talented five-star out of Little Elm has made some uh, waves uh, so far this spring as well. Another freshman I want to bring up, uh, actually, and, and Steve Sarkeesian's mentioned them both, previously in press conferences are the two freshman safeties, uh, B.J. Allen and Larry Turner Gooden. Uh, the Californian that signed late with the Longhorns. Uh, that, is, uh, that is the team update uh, for this uh, situation. Uh, the Longhorns from a recruiting perspective have a number of key players on campus this week, this weekend. Uh, they had a couple in on Thursday from out of state. They've had a couple in a, a good quarterback, a, a 2024 quarterback uh, in as well uh, that the Longhorns are definitely targeting. If, Uh, They don't get Arch Manning in the 2023 class. If they get Arch Manning in the 2023 class, the top rated signal caller or one of the top rated signal callers in 2024 is going to be a hard grab for Texas. There's just no two ways about it. At the same time, if somehow Texas misses on Arch Manning, we could be looking at something entirely different uh, for uh, the 2024 class with Michael Sayon, young man out, uh, that uh, is one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Um, some other news from a, a recruiting perspective at this point, um, the Longhorns are trying uh, to finish up the portal. Uh, they've got a number of prospects they are looking at. Uh, O'Shawn Mathis continues uh, to be uh, the prize possession or the prize of the, of the entire uh, situation. We will be monitoring whether or not he will be on campus today for his visit to Texas. Uh, also, uh, we will be looking Uh, to see if there are any other transfers that Texas is targeting at this point at positions of possible need, like linebacker, as well as defensive back, um, and perhaps, only if it's the right one, offensive line. Um, Lots of guys on campus, though, from a recruiting perspective, should be very interesting to watch uh, what happens over uh, the rest of today and tomorrow. Uh, Some of the guys that are already committed uh, also expected to be on campus today. Some of the key players, uh, guys like Terrence Green, a big lineman out of the Houston area who Texas hasn't offered as of Saturday morning, but could offer later today is coming in. Uh, Ryan Niblett, the explosive wide receiver out of Aldine Eisenhower will be on his way to campus. Uh, There are a number of guys that uh, just, you know, Texas in in recruiting continues to be not only deliberate, but purposeful. I, I would like that. That's kind of the word I would use. They are really going at it uh, from the standpoint of these are the guys we really like. Let's stick in it with them. Uh, And so we will see how this all pans out. Uh, In the post game. I want to mention this. And and during the game, we want to invite you guys out, if you're coming to the game, to please join us. Uh, We'll we'll, uh, be posting the section we'll be sitting in in the rough row area of that section uh, sometime mid-afternoon on Saturday on the Inside Texas message board please feel free to join us. Uh, We're all going to be up there hanging out and trying to have a good time, watching the Longhorns. Uh, Simultaneously, I want to mention that our post-game coverage should include uh, some good stuff on uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning, depending on when everything can come together and coalesce for us as a a group. Uh, And then, uh, of course, we'll also be talking about uh, what has happened in recruiting over the weekend as well. All right. That's going to be it. I appreciate you guys looking at us, I, I, listening to us today. Uh, I had to, I'm solo. I'm here in Austin, uh, trying to get things done. Uh, I appreciate your time. And thanks for listening to On Texas Football. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.